Let's try this. Yeah, it looks better, mate. Think it might work? Yeah, I think I do. I think, yeah. I'm not even going to try to compete with that. <laughs> I cannot do it. I can't. I won't. I refuse. I refuse. I guarantee. <laughs> Did you ever watch that guy? Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, I love that guy. I grew up with that. Yeah, yeah, I guarantee. This is going to be the best Cajun food you've ever had in your life. I'll guarantee it. I guarantee it. <laughs> All right, here we go. We are live, but not to you. We're live to us in person. We have return customer Bryce Butler in the studio today. Hello. For episode number 50. Ooh, sick. 5-0. That's very cool. I've been doing this for what, like two, over two years now, and it's... That's not a whole lot for two years, that's, but yeah, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> quality over quality. Quality over. <laughs> All right, Bryce. Cool. What is your age now, and what do you currently do for a living now? I'm I'm 29. Holy cow! Damn. I'm 29, and I'm a professional drummer. I professional. Love I love it. I love drumist. it. Drumist. You were here two years ago. That's crazy. It was towards the end of December. 2019. Okay. Isn't that wild? That is crazy. So, Mr. Professional Drummer, you are currently playing drums in Shadow of Intent, mm -hmm. which is categorized as what kind of metal, in your opinion? I don't know. When they started, I guess, like, symphonic deathcore, I guess, if, mm. if okay, you will. Yeah. yeah. But the newer stuff is definitely just more, like, metal. Like Less core, for sure. Okay. More death metal, but also... I mean, I what know. is just metal? playing with variety? I don't know. What is metal? What, what is are, death metal? What, what are is genres? Dude? What is a sub sub case? <laughs> no, I'm horrible with sub genres. I don't I know. I don't I just that's why either. I've always said that I just play metal. So yeah, says, what kind I of do metal? too. You know, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's it metal. doesn't. It doesn't matter either. It it always up. It always like bums me out when people Ow! get all. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! It's broken. <laughs> so loud. Uh, I thought you like toasted something. I was like, did you just toast yourself somehow? Oh my god. That's amazing. Oh my god. What were we talking about? <laughs> I just wanted some water. Fub. Uh, <laughs> Well, I got my water. Oh, subgenres. It just it bums me out when people argue and like clearly care so much and spend so much energy correcting people on what exact genre a band is. It's like it doesn't matter. Pretty minuscule, right? Yeah. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah. There's doesn't matter what it's that. called or no, what. I don't think anybody has to fucking like anything. I'll never say that. Yeah. You know. Right. But I just leave stuff alone that I don't like. It's it's like you don't want to go out of your way to criticize it yeah leave a comment stop playing this music because i this one person do not like it <laughs> so silly. people are wild people are man. Goobers, dude for sure <laughs> i wish i had that much free time <laughs> me too i do not be you you guys just got done with the tour yes recently yes. how long ago was that like done? i got home it was done like well like three and a half weeks ago maybe okay how long was the tour it was only like three Three weeks. Okay. With off days, yeah, maybe like three and a half. So it was a shorter one. But it was so sick, dude. Yeah. 
was Born of Osiris. They were headlining. And then us and then Signs of the Swarm, who are awesome. Yeah. Super great dudes. And then Sentinels opened, which was so sick. If you've heard of them. I think I've heard one song. Dude, you've got to check out their new album okay. that just came out. I'll it's do like, it. It's like... Literally sounds like if you like Mashuga and Viljarda. Viljarda? Yeah. I don't I mean I like Viljarda more than Mashuga. Viljarda? But um, yes. It's they it sounds like they fubbed. Okay. It sounds like those two bands fucked each other and <laughs> made sentinels. But they but different vocals in both bands, which is cool. Mm, okay. Like the vocals are awesome. Right. Too. So it's like really sick. Yeah, I feel like I have heard just one song, but I can't I have no idea what it sounds like. You should jam that new some bitch him. It's like seriously. I'm write like, it down right now. It's seriously amazing. <laughs> and we'll check it out. <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy. It was like a dream come true, dude. Because I I found Born of Osiris when I was like a freshman in high school. I was like 15. Yeah. And I was in computer class, and I was like the only drummer in the school because there was only like 70 kids in my class. Mm -hmm. It was like super small. And you never do anything in computer class. You know, <laughs> you just play games or listen to music or something. You know, right. it's silly. So. We were listening to music. Everybody was doing their own thing. And some kid found Bon of Osiris. It was like 2007, right after uh, The New Rain came out. Mm. And found it on like Rhapsody or some shit, you know? Yeah. And he was like, Bryce, you got to hear this. Like, what? what is what is happening? Like, what? I've never heard something like this. He was like, what is he doing, like, drumming-wise? And I listened. Oh, holy shit. Whoa. <laughs> What does it want? <laughs> Foob. Holy shit, that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> he showed me <clears throat> Brace Legs, and that song has this, like, super fast... It's got to be, like, over 240, or, like, the at least, like, the equivalent of 240 BPM double mm -hmm. bass. So it's, like, stupid fast. And I had never... The only metal band I had really listened to at that time was August Burns Red and, like, Avenged Sevenfold. So, like, double bass, but... Tight like, drumming. Yeah amazing drummers but like nothing really above 200 mm -hmm. almost ever right. which is sick i mean that's still fine but i heard that and i didn't really know i was like i think that's his feet but i was like i've never fucking heard that shit before like that's crazy then started listening to him and ever since then and then fast forward like 15 years yeah this happens and me, now me and cameron the drummer are like friends and I, I literally watched him on youtube when i was like 15 yeah. like all the time and now i'm like what is happening dude that is so cool. It's crazy. And then I worked on his solo album. Yeah. It just yeah. came like, what? Dude, what is happening? It's I'm so happy for it's you, seriously man. seriously insane. Thank you, dude. The universe is nuts. You're nuts, man. <laughs> I mean, do. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I ranted on that one. Speaking of shadow of intent, there's like a shadow of intent with your living situation. <laughs> I I hear you might be exiting this location. I am. Dude, it's so crazy. I move. Oh, my God. What is today? I don't even know. It's Saturday the yeah, 18th. That's what it is. 19th, 20th. I'm so scooped right now. So I'm counting like I'm in elementary school. On your fingers. Sunday. I leave Tuesday morning. So. Oh, my gosh. I leave in three days. You're leaving in a couple of hours? I'm literally leaving in three days. That's crazy. In hours. I mean, that's hours away. <laughs> yeah. It's like 72 like, hours. Crazy. Give or take. That's, yeah, Couple it's of beans. Yeah, I'm going to Connecticut to live with Ben from Shadow for a bit. 
so I can be closer to the band until I can get my beans situated and yeah. get my own get all your beans in a house room. up there. Yeah, it's I gonna like be, it. It's gonna be crazy. I was telling somebody this the other day, but my life has very drastically changed in a lot of ways. But in the last six months or so, since like July, mm-hmm. when I went to go record the new Shadow album, we tracked it in Pennsylvania. It was amazing, and so much cool stuff happened. Like some weird universe signs I got that I was kind of ignoring. And then we went to Chris's, the guitarist's house, to like celebrate. I stayed there for a couple of days before I went home. Mm-hmm. And there was one night when I was just, I went outside, went out back of his house, like smoking a bowl, just wanted to chill. I was going to take a break because I had to go finish and like double check the drum edits before mm-hmm. we sent it off. And I'm like out there chilling and smoking and, and he lives in Beacon, New York. So it's this good God. So I thought it was thunder. No, hunker down. <laughs> he still lives in Beacon now. He just moved houses, but it's in Beacon, New York, and it's this like super cute little town. Mm-hmm. And the stars were like super bright and super easy to see. And I just got, dude, I don't know how to describe this. This has like never Okay, the only other time that this has ever happened in my life is when I quit my last normal job to pursue drumming full-time. It'll be six years ago in like a week that I quit that. And the only reason I quit, I had no backup plan. I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew I hated working a normal job because I sucked at everything. Like every job I've ever tried, I was like terrible at it. Um, And there was like this internal voice that literally was talking to me that had never happened really before at that point. I was like 24 and it was like, you were not supposed to be doing this stuff. You're not supposed to be here. You know what you're supposed to be doing. You're not put here for this. And I basically like had kind of like a panic attack. Mm-hmm. And I asked my boss if I could like go smoke a bowl in my car. Cause he was like super cool. And I was like, dude, I need to chill. I was like, I'm like about to freak out. I, I don't know if I can do this. And he's like, just go take a break and come back. Once to take a break in my car was smoking. And then, Jason Braffitt from 2x4 happened to message me and was like, yo, dude, what's it going to take for you to tour with us? And I was like, not much. I (laughs) hate my job. I hate jobs. Mm -hmm. And I know that I'm not going to make enough from just this band to like do it, but I don't care. I just want to pursue this. Mm -hmm. I don't care what happens. I have no backup plan. I don't fucking know what's going to happen, but I think I'm just going to do this. That voice was so clear. It was just like, do it. Go do that. That's what you're supposed to do. Go do that. Yeah. And I walked in and I quit. And my boss was so nice. I just explained. I was like, yo, I just got like a tour opportunity. It's about to leave in like a couple of days. And I'm, I'm going to be, I'm just done. Like, I can't do this. Yeah. And he was super nice. And, and it, this cracks me up, but he like shook my hand. He was super sweet. This Japanese dude, he was like such an angel. And he was like, don't forget me when you're famous. <laughs> and I gave him a hug. That and I was like, awesome. dude, thank you so much. And I still have this thing. Because I know he still owns it. When the Shadow album comes out, which is like less than a month from now, which is crazy. Time is flying. I'm going to have to fly down, you know, multiple times a year to see my family and friends and stuff, you know. Right. So this restaurant is right by where my dad lives. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking at some point I was just going to, while I'm here, call and see if he's there. Yeah. And then if he is, take him a copy and be like, look, dude, thank you for being so cool because... My life is literally like something that I never thought it could be. Yeah, from that moment. From that. That yeah. you witnessed, you were yeah. a part of. So that's the only other time I've felt that feeling. And I felt that again 
but literally even stronger, almost like a full conversation. It was like, you are, you're going to live up here. Mm-hmm. Like Dallas is not going to be your home anymore. That's weird. And you're going to be scared. And this is going to feel crazy, but I'm telling you that you need to come up here. And then the craziest thing is I didn't even say anything to anyone. I don't think about that. And then I came in and like right after that happened, Chris's girlfriend was like joking, kind of like half joking was like, yo, you should move in to our new house. Like whenever we move. And I was like, wait, are you serious? And she was like, well, kind of, but yeah, it would be sick for you to live up here. And then she started pros and cons Mm -hmm. and it was like all pros (laughs) except for my friends and family. Right. That was the only con. And I was just like, holy shit. I never would have thought about this ever in my life. Yeah. Literally like eight months ago, I specifically told one of my friends, I'll never move out of Texas. I literally said that. (laughs) And then like two months or three months later, that happens. Yeah. And then it just makes so much sense. Ever since then, all of this crazy, like the Boo Tour gets lined up, which was insane. That was a dream tour for me. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff happens. I start dating this girl that's the coolest person I've ever met in my life. Yeah. I was going to have to move to New Jersey originally, but that fell through. And then the universe figured out a way for me to live in Connecticut, which is where my girlfriend lives. You know what I mean? This is like absolutely insane. I've never in my life experienced, I mean, we're talking about super, we're talking about literally like six months straight now of constant, basically slaps in the face from the universe of like, go this way. Yeah. I've never experienced anything like it, dude. It's like unbelievable. That's crazy. And so I'm scared as shit for sure. Like a part of me is scared, but the rest of me is just like, I truly do believe that everything does happen for a reason. I'm almost 30. Everything, even all the shittiest things that have ever happened in my life ended up being good. Mm-hmm. Even when I didn't think I'd get through it. Right. I truly do believe that. And I already don't believe in coincidences as it is. I know this sounds ridiculous, but we're talking about like a hundred coincidences within six months. And it's like a constant stream. That's just, it's like, it's just, it's impossible. Um, there's no way. Right. Like there's some sort of, there's something going on here, you know? And I think it's because... I don't know if we talked about this last time, but I try to be like really big into manifestation and mm-hmm. I write down my goals. I tell people my goals. I tell the universe my goals. And literally when I wake up every day and when I go to sleep, I tell the universe what I want. Yeah. Straight up. I don't care if anyone thinks that's crazy or whatever, because I truly feel like if I w- wasn't like this, I mean, the last six years, basically, if I wouldn't have started doing this stuff, mm-hmm. I would not be where I'm at at all. Right. I don't think I would have all this stuff. So it's like crazy, dude. Yeah. I mean, I guess because you're essentially making yourself like a receiver for for that to happen. You're, right. you're, you're opening yourself up to it. You're, you're putting it out there and maybe not expecting it, but you're prepared for that to be in your peripherals somewhere. Right. Instead of blindly or more uh, tunnel visionally looking at, your job or something else specific that's just sucking all of your energy Mm -hmm. and not allowing you to invite other different things in that might be way more beneficial or better for your overall well-being. That's what I'm learning. And it's, it's like probably the craziest part about getting older is I don't know if we'll ever understand the universe completely, but just 
how cool dude it is and how comforting and like fascinating it is to just like figure out the universe more even though we don't know shit about it just like i know it's weird and it doesn't make sense but my life was shittier when i was a shittier person mm-hmm. N- very noticeably and it wins like every aspect whether you believe in karma or not just like in any aspect of doing a bunch of things that i shouldn't do mm-hmm. translated to my life being shitty and I still am, like, so far from perfect. Like, I still do a lot of shit that I hate, but I'm working on it, and that's what matters. And I'm aware of it, right. which is step one. And I'm going to keep working on it. But I've already come so far, dude. And it's just so crazy to me that after living like that and then living like this and seeing just the benefits of if you think, if you are, like, if some people probably think that this is so stupid, but... and. You know, there's a lot of people that, like, think it... I don't know if they think it's cool to just be grumpy and, like, mm-hmm. hate everything. Right. I've met so many people in my life. There's plenty of people like that, you know? Yeah. I don't know if they think it's cool or what, but obviously people like that, shitty people still get to do really cool things sometimes. Mm-hmm. But inevitably, at some point, it goes wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. And seeing the opposite of that, if you... Not, and I used to say to think positive. I think I said that on the last podcast. And I've grown up since then. And that's not really rooted in reality sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know? And mm-hmm. I think that's important. Is it's just, instead of saying think positively, I'm just, I say like be hopeful now. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And some of those grumpy people are like, I just think that's fake. Not everything is sunshine and rainbows. And I'm <laughs> like, I, I know that. And I'm not right. saying, you know, bad stuff's going to happen. And when it happens, I think it's important to process it let it wash over you and then deal with it however you have to i'm not ignoring that stuff knowing how the universe is the ebb and flow Mm -hmm. it balances itself out dude yeah if there's a shitty time i just hope and look forward to the inevitable peak that's coming right and it makes the shitty time not as shitty and riding that wave if you will and just being good to people not lying for any reason anymore which i used to do a lot which is so stupid doing really shitty things that I shouldn't do, that I'm not doing anymore, my life has seriously blossomed into something that I would have never truly imagined. Mm -hmm. And there is a direct correlation to that. If somebody disagrees, that's totally okay. You know, but I'm, I'm telling you from everything I've seen and done and just figuring that out alone, I don't want to say like manipulate the universe because that sounds negative, but you know what I mean? We have more power. I think that's what I was basically trying to get at is the older I get and seeing all this, like people have way more power over their lives Mm -hmm. and the things that happen to them than they think, Mm -hmm. you know, it's inevitable that bad things will happen, but you can literally, it's crazy, but you can actually limit sometimes the amount of bad things that could happen to you just by the way that you act and treat other people. Yeah. And that's like insane. Yeah, it's for so sure. Cool. It's the way you filter things, basically. Mm-hmm. Not just staying positive. I would say more than the staying positive aspect is just don't be negative. Mm. Right. Because it's so easy to just stay in negative land. It is. It's uh, it's not. It's very and that's it's not good. It's but sometimes it's like it helps. I feel bad. Most of that shit is psychological and rooted in they're not happy with themselves mm-hmm. or their lives or whatever it is. Right. You know, and you and, can feel helpless and yeah, that there's no way out. Of yeah. it. So you just like we talked about that as well, just like a cycle that yeah. you just get stuck in. Exactly. But it's habit, it's like practice like anything else. Yeah. Try to replace one negative thing with one positive thing a day. 
or whatever, that's how I did it. Yeah. You know, you train yourself like anything else. Like it's not going to be perfect or easy by any means, but like mm-hmm. you will see progress and that's what matters. Tortoise in the hair, dude. Even if it takes you freaking forever, if you're growing consistently, even if it's a tiny bit at a time, that's a win, dude. That's yeah. amazing and better than some people. Some people refuse to grow their entire lives. Yeah. And that's sad to watch. It is. And we all go through those spells too, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, kind of lose sight of of your anger or let yourself dip into some sadness too much, which just like you said, it's, it's, um, step and flow is, is there. It's natural. It's like, it's, it's so much easier to deal with being sad or being depressed or whatever. Now, when I just don't fight it, I used to be upset that I was upset. If Mm -hmm. that makes sense. And that's like, but that's silly. Like it's easy for that to happen. It's not anyone's fault, you know, but now if I'm going to be sad, I'm just going to let it happen and get through it and then see how I feel afterwards. Right. Like, um, there's nothing wrong with fucking crying, dude. Like, yeah. it, it genuinely, scientifically helps you relieve things. It's like, why right. you do it? Yeah. Why else would you do it if it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Come on. I mean, there's obviously other science reasons, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Well, it's like, <laughs> I don't know, getting a cut or something. You yeah. know, you bleed and stuff comes out and tries to heal itself. Exactly. Right? Just think of your tears that way. Exactly. You know, something is processing and healing mm-hmm. it's important dude yeah but that's what's funny though is back to what we said a second ago it's nine times out of ten if not usually ten times out of ten the people that are rude or making fun of someone for crying hate themselves dude yeah and that sucks and mm-hmm. i wish i could fix that all i want is for everyone to love themselves because that's like the start of everything mm-hmm. if you can do that then you're good yeah you know then you would be good to other people yeah, you gotta have a we're all good, the same. solid foundation the internally. Mm-hmm. Just Might the take same a while. with the, with, yeah, <laughs> right. same with a relationship. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to get in a relationship if you're not strong yourself. Yes, because then you will just attach, obviously, to someone else. Exactly. That's never a good thing. It's not very important lessons. Lots of these lessons are learned in life, and life <laughs> lessons are learned. <laughs> So speaking of relationships and stuff, I told you before this, I wanted to ask you about, actually briefly mentioned last time you were here, but we didn't really get into it, but you were previously previously, previously married mm-hmm. at one point. So I was going to ask you a few questions about okay. that. Definitely. How long were you together in marriage and before? Before in total, three years in marriage, a year and a half. I remember talking to you about it years ago when you were kind of recovering emotionally, Mm -hmm. but I can't remember hardly anything about what happened. I was just going to ask like the reasoning or situation basically that caused split and then go from there. It was a lot. I mean, honestly, we were just, dude, I was like 20 Mm -hmm. and she was 21. We had no business getting married. And, you know, I say that not to talk shit on anyone that does get married that young because maturity varies sure. from person to person. I mean, all that is to say that we were just like both immature people and mm. neither one of us knew how to communicate, which was like, dude, <laughs> that's a big one. That's number one, you know, and that was like the main cause of everything. And we fought, dude, we literally fought like, it's crazy. I romanticized it a lot afterwards. 
which I think a lot of people do. It's normal for a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. and and I lost my virginity to her, so like that was the thing. It right. was like I was hooked in like a different way that she a connection with her that she did not completely share with me. I don't want to throw any shade or like say anything, sure. Because you know, um, I will say that I was like definitely more in more. I loved her more than she loved me. And gotcha. I, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, it was just the combination of all that. It just wasn't right, and th- that's what I learned. Is it's like I don't, I don't hate her. I will always love her because I mean she was like the first person I ever loved and the first person that ever loved me. Mm-hmm. So like that will always exist. Right. And when we split, I was a total piece of shit, and I said some things to her that no one should ever say to anyone, and I needed to grow up. And now I realize that that's just childish. She's a human. We're all confused. Mm-hmm. You know, it sucks what happened. It sucks the way that it went down. But ultimately, I don't regret anything. I learned so much from this dude. Mm-hmm. And I know she learned so much from it. And it sucks. But you just learn that you're just not, you think you're compatible with a person. And then you just see that it's just not, it just can't. And it's hard to accept, but once you do, it's okay. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I do think that there's a person out there for everyone. And sometimes it's confusing, but it takes the hard way to figure it out, you know? Yeah. And sometimes you'll, you know, a lot of times with a lot of relationships, especially like marriages too, they'll come back to each other off and on, mm-hmm. which we've done as well, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just not right. It's just not right. And that sucks, but it's so good to grow and to learn what I need. And I also, like, didn't have any confidence, dude. I didn't have any respect for myself. There was a lot of personal issues that I didn't realize would play into it. And then same Mm -hmm. with her. Like, super low self-esteem. And you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just not good. But, like I said, that made me grow definitely more than anything. Yeah. That's ever happened, for sure. So once you guys decided, I guess, to call it a split, Mm -hmm. did it take you a while for not thinking about it every five seconds? Yeah, and I did stupid stuff, like, because I had lost my virginity to her. I had never experienced anyone else. And, like, of course, like, I was just young and Mm -hmm. upset. And I think we had talked about this last time as well, but... When we split, I went crazy and, like, tried to kill myself and ended up in, like, a psych ward Mm -hmm. for, like, three weeks. And they fed me a bunch of medication that was not good. And I stayed on it. They were like, you have to take this. And I was, like, super brainwashed and just out of it Mm -hmm. because my whole life fell apart. And I came out of that and I was, like, such a shitty person. I was just, like, in another world because of, like, this medicine. I was not myself. I was really mean meaner than I've ever been in my life like aggressive rude and just like really not myself plus I was just mad at you know the situation and I just had my little slut spree at that point for like a couple years and just tried to like not think about it or deal with it right and then she eventually came back and then we tried to work it out after I had grown Mm mm-hmm and it's just, I realized, I got, I just got confused, man. Because I loved her so much. I 
confused the love that I'll always have for her with still being in love with her. Mm-hmm. And that is, un- it's just not the case. Right. It's not right. I don't feel what I thought. Right. I don't. And I, and I finally realized like this feeling is just that you'll always love her. And unfortunately, just the way that it is, like she can't be in my life. It can't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, especially because I, like I said earlier, I did start very recently dating someone, which I was never going to really date again. Right. But she changed everything. Mm-hmm. And I need to be, she deserves a lot. I need to be respectful and do the right thing. And it was hard, but, like, I had to cut off any people like that or mm. that would, like, be a threat right? or a temptation or anything because yeah. it's not right, you know? Yeah. And I used to be shitty, and, like, we used to not care about that stuff, and my life was way shittier. Right. And so it's good to grow up just, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, that was the thing. that There was a several years period where I was just very selfish, and I, like, hurt a lot of people because I just... You know, didn't care. Yeah. And I'm at the point now where, you know, I've like sowed my wild oats enough, if you will. I've experienced what I want to experience. And sex without love is like just incredibly empty to me. And I've, mm-hmm. and I know that now. I've experienced it enough to be like, I literally hate this. Mm-hmm. This is not who I am. I just, I'm, it's not. So. I'm glad that I got that out of the way because it's not going to be an issue anymore right. because I need something with substance. I need someone I can grow with mm-hmm. and actually have trust for the first time in my life. Like this, an actual communication, like my mind is being blown by like the situation that I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. It's like amazing. I've never had anyone be this nice to me. I've never had anyone communicate this well. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just insane. That's and awesome. it's cool because it's how it has to be. And it's like crazy because I, everything I thought I was doing right was I didn't be knowing. <laughs> I thought I did be, but I didn't be. <laughs> but now you be. But now I do be. Now, <laughs> now I be do. <laughs> I do be. I'm grateful as fuck. So does any of that stuff, I mean, as far as your experience goes, healing and, you know, I don't know if there was anything traumatic you could say it was traumatic but there was do you have thoughts that come up to you these days about those times in your life or only when assholes like me bring it up i don't you know what's crazy like you said earlier like at the beginning it's it's all you can think about when it's when i was in that like psych ward dude like i that's why i went crazy for like a while is because i just feel like i didn't know how to process it right Mm -hmm. at all and it, it takes time, but I, all, all I could do in that place was just overthink and think about so much stuff that I realized <clears throat> after driving myself crazy about it, it doesn't matter. Like, it just, it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It is wasted energy for me to, like, hate her or even think anything negatively or, like, really at all yeah. about it. Right. And it's really cool to be at the point where, like, honestly... It feels really good to say, yeah, I don't really, I don't think about it anymore. That's good. Which is crazy. Yeah. And it's like, it's awesome. Because it's growth. It's like feeling growth is like amazing, dude. So it's like you've shed that part of your skin or cocoon. Yeah. And it, you know, to go back to what I said, not to like harp on this too much, but 
like what we talked about, it would not be right for me to try and enter a relationship if I was not at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. It would not be right for me. And I would not do that to my girl. Like, I would not do that because she doesn't deserve that. I don't think anyone deserves that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. To go back to also to what we said about the universe shit, that's why, like, to me, that's why the universe brought her to me in the first place is because we're ready for each other. Mm-hmm. Been through a lot of shit. It sucked. We barely made it through, but we did. And we're ready for each other. And that's crazy. Yeah. And then everything else is like lining up career, life, everything. It's been a slow grind, but mm-hmm. it pays off. Yeah. You know? You got so many good things going on, Bryce. Thank you, dude. I'm very happy for you. Thank you, man. I'm like shitting myself over here. What? Are you going to take, take a shit? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot. It's the coolest thing ever, dude, but like it is genuinely like, so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I, I remember I was going to say this at some point. I've made the mistake, especially like even like a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, coming off way more arrogant or like douchey than I wanted to. I've told that to some people and they're like, I don't hear that. But I've heard from some close friends that I really care about. They're like, that have heard some interviews I've done and some of the other podcasts I've done. And they're like, yo, dude, like you need to chill with the way that you word this or that. Hmm. And I really respected that just him, them being men with me and like being straight up with me because like, I clearly didn't perceive it like that because I would never want to disrespect any of my friends or any bandmate or anyone that's ever literally given me a career and helped i would not be anywhere without any of these people i would never want to do anything that would disrespect any of them Mm -hmm. to it dude it fucked with me for weeks to find out that that's how it came off right and that some some of my friends that i really love and care about like not stoked with me for a while you know and so i'm really trying to work on that shit now and it's really hard but it's like another growth thing it's just i'm really trying so hard before i say something think about other perspectives right and shit that's and the I, best way to go about I it i did not used to do that dude yeah it's just cool to have people be just to experience like true communication because like mm-hmm. i've i've never had this even with friends i've never had people be straight up with me or you know if i'm doing something wrong like i've always been like a big baby and super emotional so like i used to not be able to handle those mm. m- moments of friends being like hey you need to set this up and yeah. and you not like cry about it, you know. You just be like, okay, cool, and you step up to the plate, yeah. And you do what you need to do. It's crazy to grow, dude. Like the feeling <laughs> of this is like stupid. You're right. right. I the, totally got off topic. What was the question again? I Jesus don't know. Christ. I don't even know where I'm planning on. Going. So, <laughs> speaking of so since you said the perspective point, you know, it's good to understand that. That's kind of why I brought up the whole divorce thing and relationship thing to begin with. I talked with my ex this was a couple of years ago and we sat down and talked about some things it was almost set up like a podcast i think we recorded it actually but not here in the studio it was just like us sitting on the couch and talking cool and and we talked about some things and she shared with me her perspective of kind of i guess what she was going through but also she was close with someone that just got broken up with that was married and you know, she kind of broke it off with me is kind of how it started. Mm-hmm. So right. she was next to somebody that had gotten broken up with. Mm. So she got to watch how that person experienced oh. it. And she thought about me mm. and what I was going through or, or went through or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we talked a little bit about that too. And, you know, I didn't find myself necessarily thinking much about her perspective of what she was going through, yeah. you know, 
And I didn't think that it was nice or, you know, like she broke it off with me, so she's totally happy, you know, right. but I didn't really think about it in detail, obviously. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, it sounds like you were probably more in a similar position to what I was going through. Exactly. But that's why I asked mm -hmm. to see kind of which side you were on with it and, you know, happens, your recovery I'm, process. I'm glad, I'm glad that we learned that stuff because there's, I think there's a lot of people, myself included, that think they do less wrong than they do. Mm -hmm. Sure. And there's nothing wrong with facing that and admitting that. And like we said, like identifying the problem first and then just slowly working on it. And mm -hmm. if you actually do that, you will see improvement. Yeah. And you need that. For like the next relationship yeah you know with anybody it, yeah any relationship friendship anything yeah. it's important i agree i'll be do <laughs> okay and we're gonna get off that topic now leave it alone throw it over there in the corner all right <laughs> go back, ahead back to back to drums and stuff what are your current endorsements so i have acd unlimited pedals which was my first endorsement and i have lcd Los Cabos drumsticks, oh, right. which are sick. But I'm really going for, after we put this album out, I've literally wanted Tama I knew it. and Sabian and Evans since I was like a f baby, literally mm -hmm. a child. And so I'm, we're going to submit for them sometime next year and see what happens. And if I get it, I'm going to literally cry and like, it's going to be <laughs> insane. And if I don't, I'll just keep pushing and it'll happen. When it's supposed to happen, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Be no one. I feel it. Like I know it is. It's just no matter when. Yeah, and I'm just like so <laughs> antsy about it because I've yeah. worked 15 years for this, mm -hmm. and it's so close. But it's, but I don't know how close. I guess that's it. That's it. Endorsement wise, like what oh, you be looking I for, do. Unless you want to get a deal. I basically have a Sennheiser endorsement. Mm -hmm. I just have to buy the mics okay. first but yeah I, I do have a a deal with them I did forget about that I've okay. just been broke I had been broke like my whole life yeah so I'm like oh my god <laughs> I gotta buy yeah I can do that that's cool <laughs> holy shit well, last time we talked you had a decent setup for your live kit have you expanded more on that yet not really damn it it's still pretty much the same beans but when I do get Atomic kit for Shadow it's gonna be I'm gonna up expand i yeah. gotta get an eight inch tom i want to have like yes. five toms dude Rotos. at least <laughs> oh we dude funny enough so you know dream theater fans like for sure right right chris from shadow is a huge dream theater fan as well and like me and him super bond on that mm -hmm. and I, i'm pretty sure we're the only like two in the band that really dig it honestly the other two not so much about it yeah. but i really liked this album because it was like a lot more dream theater driven you know wait yeah. what were we talking about I don't know. Roto Toms. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, how did I? I'm, it was perfect. I set myself up perfect and I blew it. God damn it. Blew it! We were originally on the album going to use Octobonds because of Mike Portnoy. <laughs> That's awesome. And I've always wanted to and we couldn't. No one had them. Damn and so it. we couldn't get them in time. But we were like, yo, next album for sure. And I want to do it because like it's so sick. Joey Jordison and Mike Portnoy do with them some bitchums. Yeah. So sick. That's awesome. So I want to do four octobonds and like at least five other toms if not like six yeah like three racks and at least two floors if not three floors like i don't care metallica yes the white kit 
Yeah. Whatever. Lars. It would be yeah, exactly. the double bass huge. and like whatever it was. And then like the Mike Port, like Mike Portnoy like huge. sixteen yeah. symbols. That's yeah, like more realistic was his set. No space for anything else. Every space is filled with a symbol, basically. Perfect. That's what I want. So what But I, I can't have that until I get grown and we keep grinding and I can get a drum tech. Yeah. But it's not that's a lot to keep up with. Yeah, there's no way I'm doing that. There's no way. Plus we'd like also realistically, like we've thought about this too, and most people don't think about this. And I didn't either. You know, Chris is like, if we're not playing big enough places, we have to think about this. It, whether we're headlining or not, there's a high chance that there, th you're not going to have enough room to bring all that stuff. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah, you're right. But he's like, but when we get to the point where we're big enough to, like, play bigger places and we can afford a drum tech and shit, like, which would be sick. Yeah. He's like, then, yeah, absolutely. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, that's better anyway, because I don't want to fucking set it up anyway. <laughs> right, I've been exactly. Doing this, my, I've been doing this since I was three, dude. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I want to pay a dude and smoke weed with a dude and be front with a dude. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, thanks, bro. You're killing it. I love you. That would be amazing. Yeah. I'm coming for it, bro. A year and a half. It's coming years for you. Away. <laughs> it's it's close, coming for you. Close, bro. Like two years from now. Ready to rip. <laughs> so I asked you this question back in 2019, but it's the end of the year, so I'll do it again. Okay. What do you regret doing or not doing this year? One thing, small or huge. I don't, I think I've said this before, but I, re I really truly don't, I'm like conflicted saying this, but I truly feel like I don't regret anything that I've ever done. Yeah, because even the shittiest stuff I've done was like a lesson to not fucking do that again. Sure. And I wouldn't know that if I wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry for it, for sure, but like I don't regret. Yeah. Which might sound shitty, but I mean. Well, what, what, yeah, you, it could with some things, do? but. Go ahead. Yeah. They want it to be. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> hey, go ahead, bro. Yeah, I was talking to um, somebody at work about that the other day about just experiencing things, you know, and regrets and everything. Mm -hmm. And how I could be a lot harder on the guys that I'm over and I don't see a need in being that way. Right. I actually got pushed to that today a little bit for a second and really? I got hung up on, but Damn. that was the first time in a very long time. But it's so stupid. It's all miscommunication on mm -hmm. pretty much everyone's part and frustration level just goes from zero to 10, Yeah, you know, in a split second. So just talking about how I conduct my business from my perspective and my doing my job and not being an overbearing asshole because I don't have to be. I mean, I could be, right. but is that going to make everyone work harder? Is it going to make everyone enjoy the day? Is it going to make more work happen? Is it going to make them like me more? You know, Not that they have to like me, but right. would that make them listen to me any better by being an asshole? No, and probably you know, the opposite. But as I'm telling him that, I'm thinking that's how I was brought up also. And, you know, not every way, but a lot of ways I experienced that or was around people like that, worked under people or next to people like that. And I, you know, I'm where I am, though. And maybe that helped push me to where I am. Exactly. But that doesn't mean I have to be an asshole just the same. It's. I'm hoping I'm not softening things too much right. and creating something softer, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. It does. So that could be kind of weird to navigate around thinking about how that goes down. But yeah, no regrets because if you're happy with where you are, things happen. You just 
ping ponged yourself, you know, exactly. when, between good and bad, and you are here. And if you like where you are, then maybe all of that had to happen. Exactly. You know, if you made one bad decision and you turned it into a good one, maybe that puts you on a completely different trajectory and you were even more off course. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Dude. It's crazy Every, to think how different things out, could be. It's insane. It freaks me out. Like the people that have made a big change in your life, they're a friend or acquaintance or something. If you never met that person at that time, mm-hmm. uh, would the same things have happened? Definitely not. I think about, I think about that a lot. Chantel, if I didn't meet her for the longest time, if I didn't mm-hmm. meet her years after the fact, I might've met someone else. She might've met someone else. You know, yeah. it's, we'd be in different relationships and mm-hmm. have different lives. And it's, it's weird to yeah. think about anything, you know, like that. Just a littlest change. It is. What if we, that it happened. what if we figure out how to time travel? God, would you God. even be interested in doing that? Absolutely not. Cause see, I, my immediate is I would, but I also think, I don't know if I want to fuck with anything. I don't want to know, you know, I don't want to know. I'll find out what I need to find out when I die. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, because see, you're you're thinking future. I'm thinking past. Oh, even still, just but yeah, just the I same. Just, I I wouldn't trust that it would be safe enough. I think that would be my thing. I'm sure it would be so cool, but like I know for a fact that I would find out a lot of things that I did not want to know, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm just like better not to know. Some I really yeah. do think some things are just better not to know, and that would sure. yeah. that for sure. Yeah, I'll be like. I don't know, man. Y'all have fun. If you want to go, <laughs> you'll be Gobi. I'm not. I think about that when I see dead animals on the highway. I've seen, not to be that morbid, but I've I've seen like in the distance. I know that that's a dog. Mm. I'm not looking. Uh, that, <laughs> I'm not that, looking at that, that thing because that's going to burn in my today. head. Yeah, that literally happened Whoa. to me earlier today. I had to look the other way. I was like, God. <sighs> and just you, that you even know that, you're like, oh, God. Yes. <laughs> then your mind is like, hey, do you want to picture it real quick? Yeah. <laughs> no. And I'm like, all right, Justin Bieber, take me, pull me out of this. Let's go. All right. Okay, here we go. All right, I'm back in it. God. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what is something that you would like to learn or accomplish in the near future that doesn't have anything to do with drums or music? Holy shit. That's a really good question <laughs> I'm like very scooped that's like one of the best questions I feel like I've ever been asked in my life <laughs> I don't know if I'm just saying that because I'm scooped right now but that's scoop talk good, I tell you. oh my gosh um that's so crazy I, I really everything that I think about is just drums and the music. future of yeah and it's all music related yeah that's okay um, I'm just asking out of curiosity I feel like, I don't know if I'd ever be able to do this, but I it, I just feel like it would be cool to learn how to make something mm-hmm. to be, like, handy, Right. I guess is basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Because I'm very not, like, my hands are good, they're sick, but I... You're going to take your drums apart and put them back together. I can do that. That's, like, the only thing I can do. But yeah, That's mechanical. Other than that, dude, you want me to build something? Psh. <laughs> What do I start with? YouTube. You know what I mean? I'm like, what, what's the first piece? Even, dude, right. even like Ikea shit, dude, I'm like, oh. <laughs> it like tells you exactly what to do. I'm like, wait. No, I'm overwhelmed. Wait, A, one, wait, where's the C? <laughs> wait, it's like, dude, <laughs> it's I? insane. 
It's just ridiculous. I used to have like no common sense, which was a problem. But thankfully, somehow I have like gained some, which is like weird. I have a little bit now. But like, do you have your wisdom teeth? Is that what it is? I do. It sucks. Yeah, they want me. You to get, got wisdom. They want me to get pulled out, and I'm like, dude, what? What if I'm an idiot after that? What if I'm even what? dumber? <laughs> that would be dangerous for everyone, especially myself. Especially who, would let, hey, who would let this happen? <laughs> Whose idea was this? Tony Baloney. Yeah, exactly. You remember? <laughs> you remember? <laughs> Dude, I think I, I have like eight. Tony Baloney's? No, like accents. And Tony yeah, that was that was what I was going to ask you too. What are you at? You got any new One, talks? two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have eight. Well, one of them is like, I don't want to like. Well, don't do it. I mean, honestly, like a, <laughs> a lot of them are like, you know, basically like racist. Well, in a way. they could be perceived as racist. Right. I'm sure. Like there's like a French one, but I right. obviously don't know. Just fucking you're just French. impersonating. Right. A sound coming exactly. out of someone's mouth. You mean no harm by it. I, I'm in that same boat where if I, I catch myself imitating, you know, like doing a Mexican accent or something. Yeah. Like, ugh, somebody doesn't know me. Yeah. Or know what I'm, mm -hmm. you know, my intention is here. Yeah, I love everyone. I don't, I don't care about way. any of that shit. It's just like, I think everything is funny. Like, roast me. Like, there's yeah. plenty of things to roast. Like, let's just roast each other. It's, yeah, you've got a bean super fun. for a head yeah. and a... Be <laughs> Yo, you look like fucking wallpaper, bro. I'm like, yeah, you're what? right. Go ahead, keep ripping. You got no soul, you fucking ginger idiot. I'm like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> fucking, what are you talking about, Mr. Milk Dudhead? <laughs> it's amazing, dude. It would be so, the world would be a fucking way more fun place if everyone just roasted. I mean, that's what comedians care. do. I know, it's the best. And they seem to have a good time. It's the best. Okay, I have a, I've, country accent is... Clydesdale Butterfinger, <laughs> Nigel Beatrix the Third is the British accent. Tony Baloney, of course, the Italian, as the Italian guy. Solomon, old Jewish man. Okay. Steve Jobs is the robot voice. I don't know. Uh, I got a Hispanic guy. I got a French guy, and I have Valley Girl, which I named Betch. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> Can I like get like? Um, like three shots of like no sugar vanilla, but like also like seven <laughs> pumps of like that. What's that like butterscotch stuff that you have? Okay, cool. But like, wait, is, is that like milk milk or do you have oat milk? Hella. Okay, hella. <laughs> hella. I get Everyone hates milk. that voice. <laughs> yeah. Right. My girlfriend hates that voice. Who talks Everyone hates like that it. Uh, mm. <laughs> Enough. Mm. I'll put it that way. Enough for oh, me right, to have right. had to have imitated it to make fun of it. Oh my god! Put it that way. Whose house is this? Whose house is this? <laughs> that was a request from my buddy Mark for sure. Was to get you to do the Stephen Hawking. Um, okay. Steve Jobs. Did he say what I should say? I don't know. Pee 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 poo <laughs> seven six five penis divided <laughs> by nutsack <laughs> equals. Pussy. <laughs> Macaroni minus nut meat <laughs> equals a laser beam. P poo P seven six five four three. <laughs> oh, what the hell? <laughs> I think you and Josh Johnson 
come up with the most random things. Like I feel like you can you both receive the randomness so much easier than me. I don't know. I love him. He's so funny. Lasagna (laughs) and trees and lasagna. I know grass and wallpaper. Dude, I I have this thing. It's just like I I have a problem. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like I'll just hear any melody and then the lyrics that I have for writing songs in my head, not serious songs, but like this, these joke songs that I do all the time Mm -hmm. is like always food based. I like sing a song about a chicken sandwich, chicken, chicken sandwich, biscuit. I have like eight words, bro. Yeah. In my vocabulary. Gravy. Yeah. Nut meat is one. (laughs) Something just stupid shit. And I'm like, everything is that. How did this even happen? Who does this? No one does. This is stupid. (laughs) But people are laughing, so I'm like, okay, I guess I'll yeah, keep, doing, keep doing it. <laughs> but it keeps happening. I'm not even trying. It just shows up in my head. And I'm yeah. like, all right, I guess I'm saying this. You Here are a receiver. Full send. <laughs> no filter. <laughs> all right, let's go with a rapid fire would you rather, okay? Okay, good. Rapid fire would you rather. Here we go. Okay. More water. I'm parched. Oh, shit. <laughs> you want some of this core, bro? You should no, I pour some it. of this in your cup. Go ahead. No, for no, real. I got it. I you gotta try it. It's very good water. <laughs> water. Is it hardcore? No, it's just Soft very core. clean, bro. Clean you core. Never tasted anything like this here? <laughs> somebody come look at this water they got over here. It got circles on it. It's like a twist. Look at that. What is that? Is that a what cup? What is that? Is that a cup? You'd think it would be, and I, you know what? Actually, it is. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I drank this water. For four years. Four and years. I literally was always just like, this is much too much of a big lid. This lid is much too large. Why would they do this? And now you just make me realize it's a fucking cup. It's a cup. I'm Share it with your I'm friends. I'm such an idiot. Go ahead. Oh, I would pour it in here, but this one's cracked. Okay, well. Well, that cup is trash. Go ahead. All right. So I just saw Rapid a glitch oh, with sh- my eyeballs. Oh, shit. Like everything. So oh, I'm weird. obviously a robot. <laughs> This is it's not simulation. real. I'm right. telling you, it's not, real. This, is not real. this is not real. This is not real. Confirmed. All right, here we go. Puppy or kitten? Puppy. Watching a show or playing a show? Playing. Edibles or smokables? Smokables. Smokables. <laughs> Smoking bowls. <laughs> Video games or board games? Video. Chicken or chicken? <clears throat> chicken sandwich, bro. <laughs> Fast or faster? <laughs> Faster. <laughs> Cookies or cake? Cookies. Breakfast or dinner? Dinner. Bite your tongue or let it out? Let it out. That a boy. <clears throat> a night on the town or a night on the couch? Couch. I don't be going out. I don't be going out. I don't be do. Mike Portnoy or Mike Mangini? Mike Portnoy. <laughs> All day. <laughs> sunrise or sunset? Ooh, sunrise. Heads or tails? Tails. No, you got ends. God, oh, that's so slutty. Oh, no, that's two out of three. Tails, go ahead. Tails, you got it right. One more. One more. Tails all day. Tails wins. Heads again. God damn it. I lost it. I blew it. Ah! All right. When I asked playing a show or watching a show, did any specific band or show come to mind? No, but it doesn't matter. I don't care who I would go see. I would rather play a show than watch a show all day. Right. All day. I was thinking of somebody asked me, and I was trying to think of a band and a show. (laughs) I couldn't think of either, so that was kind of strange. My buddy Mark also wanted me to ask, 
He was curious about etiquette for parting ways with bigger bands. And he said, for example, Faceless, because he didn't know, he doesn't know anything about uh, how that went down. But that well, was just it was an example. not handled professionally. I will tell you that. I think I kind of hinted that, that yeah. I was, that, that was not just a, I gotta, I gotta leave, you know, right. kind of a thing. It was a, that's the thing, that is a very special situation, though. Mm-hmm. That's not a normal situation. Yeah. For sure. Our hands were pretty much tied where we just kind of had to mm-hmm. leave, unfortunately. Yeah. But with anything else, um, like with Abigail, for example, I love Ken. Like, he's such a badass dude. Incredible musician. One of the funniest people ever. Like, yeah. truly, it's like insane how funny he is. But like the thing with Abigail is that was like another special situation. I met him because he was the vocalist of the Faceless and Mm -hmm. we quit together. And he was like, well, if I don't have Faceless anymore, I'm going to just start Abigail back up again because it was like kind of on hiatus during Faceless. Mm -hmm. And he was like, would you want to play for Abigail? And I was like, yeah, for sure. I needed a job. And he knew I needed a job. And he didn't like care if I knew the music or not. And I didn't really listen to them. And like even still like some black metal is for sure cool, but like that is definitely not what I would ever choose to listen to ever. Mm-hmm. And like, with that being said, I think Abigail's sick as fuck, but that's just not the band that I want to be in. Right. And I know that he knew that. I love that he let me play for him. Like that was like so much fun. And mm-hmm. he took me to fucking Europe. He took me to fucking Japan. Like some of my best memories are with that dude. So I fucking love him to death. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be known as a band hopper, and it sucks because a lot of people probably perceive me. And if they do, that's fine. But let them. Uh, yeah, because I mean, I know the truth. And if people want to perceive me as a band hopper that just leaves bands for like better opportunities, to a degree, they're not wrong. Mm -hmm. Because like every band that I left for another band was to make more money technically. But if I didn't do that, I would have been homeless. Right. And I also, the most important thing is that every job that I got was not a band that I would really choose to play in if I didn't like have to. Mm -hmm. It's not that any of it's, you know, it's just not my favorite genre of music right and so with the shadow thing i loved shadow before not that i'm like a deathcore kid but like yeah i started basically like on that type of stuff Mm -hmm. and i talked with chris whenever i started playing with them and heard some of this newer music when i started playing with them and saw that their direction was getting less core and so when they asked me to join i was like dude this you know there's this new album has like a lot of dream theater riffs on it dude so, like, dude, for me to play in a death metal dream theater is literally my dream band. Yeah. So, honestly, even if I didn't, you know, make as much money as we do, I would still do it. It's mm-hmm. not, and it sucks that I'm sure some people probably think I just do stuff only for the money. But, like, yeah, of course, that has to be a part of it. If this yeah, is your career, that your has to job. be involved. I can't afford to do, I can't, I've done it like from 16 to like 24, I did tours and didn't even come home with $500. That's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. You have to grind. But now I'm at a point where I just, I can't afford to do a, like a month long tour and come home with like $1,000 or $500. Yeah. Because it costs more than that to live. Right. You know, and some people's argument, which I've heard, which does make sense, that's not my fault, that you're choosing to be stubborn and only do touring or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I still do session work and like other stuff, but the whole bottom line is money has to be involved and at the core of it, you have to find like your dream band. Right. It's gonna take a while to get there. And so that's where I'm at now. And whenever they asked me to join, I basically just told Ken. He just messaged him and was like, Hey dude, in the group chat, I don't I don't know how to do this. I'm not really good at this because 
the whole thing is the faceless was basically like the first band that i ever quit dude mm-hmm. every other band i've ever been in ever has broken up ever yeah literally and that's why it sucks that all these people think i quit like 10 bands or five bands i'm like dude i've only quit like two bands or three bands now total in my entire life right everything else just fell apart and so i had to find a new job yeah. it's just how it goes so when this happened i just hit up ken and i was like look man I love you so much. I appreciate everything you've done. But I was like, Shadow asked me to join. And like, I really do love this music. I love y'all. But like, this is just a smarter move for me. On top of all that, I'm going to make enough money to where I'm not going to struggle like I used to. I really need that. And he was super fucking nice. So cool. And was like, yeah, dude, I totally understand. He's been my roommate for like the last year. Yeah. And we're cool. It's sick. I would never want to burn a bridge like that, dude. Right, right. Like, especially from any people that have ever, like, I can never forget how integral these people are in where I'm at mm-hmm. in my life. I would have no success without them, period. Yeah. And I have to remember that and respect that. And so, like, yeah, dude, I want these fucking dudes in my life forever. And it sucks, not to rant too much, but this is what sucks about moving, dude. Mm-hmm. That's hitting me right now. I've been super emotional like the last week or so because when I decided this, I had like four months to move and it's three fucking days away. The last four months have literally, it's nothing. Yeah. And now I'm thinking, I'm like, yeah, like I'm so excited about all this, but holy shit, dude, I'm going to miss my fucking dad so much and my mom yeah. and like so many friends, so many amazing people that I would not be here without. And that's super conflicting because a part of me at first felt like I had to stay. I know that my growth is there. Mm -hmm. If they are truly my friends, truly, would they not want what's best for me and for me to be happy, truly enjoy and be in like a band that's my favorite music to play and get what I've worked so hard for. Right. I want the same thing for any of my friends, truly. I want every friend that I have to be successful and to do what they love to do. And anyone, I'm, it's hard growing up. This is so weird still. But anyone that is like an asshole or is going to give me a hard time for doing this, it's not a true friend, man. Mm-hmm. You know? And it sucks, especially if it's like a person I was in a band with. That's like the hardest thing to deal with. Somebody that you think was a friend, but sometimes they just turn out to be a bandmate. Yeah. But I want to avoid that at all costs. Sure. It's not going to be my fault anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not this time. Not this time, buddy. This time. I fubbed up and I'm going to fix it. <laughs> God. <laughs> Put elbow grease in there. Where does that one come from? What? God. Oh, it's just like New Jersey, like Northeast shit. Oh, no. That's almost You've like You've seen the... Kroll Show, right? What? Nick Kroll. I don't think so. Oh, my God. Have I? This is like one of my favorite TV shows ever. It was on Comedy Central. It only has three seasons. Mm. It's called The Guy That Does a... Uh... Big Mouth? Big Mouth. The cartoon, you've seen that? Uh, no. Oh, my God. Okay. I mean, maybe if I saw it, I would think, oh, yeah, that's that thing. Okay, word. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, I guess that's all irrelevant. It's just to say that it's a sketch show that is, like, fucking hilarious. Like, this comedian dude. And yeah. he has so many different characters. And one of the characters, like, one of the skits is called Pondsylvania. Yeah. And it's him and another dude. And one of them is in Philly and one of them is in Pittsburgh. And they have these fake Pittsburgh and Philly accents. And it's so funny. And there's like one episode where it's just like flips to him. And he's like, hey, you want to sue me? Go ahead. 
<laughs> and then there's like another scene where they're like about to fight and this dude like the Pittsburgh dude comes up with like a musket. Yeah. He goes to point at him and he goes, God. <laughs> and that, that was the and I just thought that was so funny. Go ahead. And it's like a northeast thing. So I love it, dude. It's so stupid. <laughs> you, did you ever get any more merch or gear to sell? No, but that's part of why I'm excited to move mm-hmm. because Chris from Shadow and actually this is so crazy how the universe works, dude. Lizard Professor, our old friend like I met him when I was 18 like when I joined, Sam Thompson. Mm-hmm. You know Sam. Yeah. Yeah, I've had him on here, too. Dude. I forgot that he's up there. He's right there. Yeah. He's going to be like an hour and a half from me. How? That's perfect. Not only this, Chris from Shadow started working with the merch company that he works for. Wow. Because the guy who owns the merch company that Sam works for mm-hmm. is the manager of Currents, which is Chris's other band. And I'm like, oh, my. Dude, this is insane. It's all connected. It's insane. So on that tour, Sam came out to a show. And I told him, hey, I'm going to be fucking moving up here. I need to redo my shit. I need merch for my solo stuff. Mm-hmm. I need to do a whole thing, do pre-orders. And I need to do like some Blast Fast Eat Ass stuff. And just like, I'm just going to do like basically like a clothing line. Yeah. And like Blast Fast Eat Ass is just going to be a small part of that. And he was like, just let me know what you need, which is sick. So awesome. when I get up there, I'm going to get figured out with him like prices, designs. Yeah. Get it figured out. Do a clothing line. That includes the Blast Fast Eat Ass stuff. Put my solo stuff out. Do a clothing, you know, merch for that. All through that. That's and awesome. And it's so sick, dude. It's crazy. What? That's great. How? Dude, this is just stupid. Yeah, then you can start selling that while you're on tour and make some extra dough. And that's the plan, dude. It basically is that. So, I get money from Shadow every month. From, like, royalty stuff. Mm-hmm. If you will. Plus tours. Plus session work personal clothing line solo stuff i'm also going to be working on i guess this is probably a good time to say this i won't say the name yet but it's basically like um get good drums type shit Hmm. i'm gonna partner with some people and do drum samples nice six streams of income minimum that's what that's what it has to be yeah six or eight or ten that's the way it has to keep them coming i have to be making money while i sleep my goals are super important to me I told you, like, I write them down. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite goal in my wallet is make over $100,000 a year just from music. Yeah. And it will happen. It will happen. But I'm that's the it. only way that it can happen is that I can never put all my eggs in one basket or, like, two or three you baskets. You have to believe that it's possible yeah. and keep yourself open. And I, know, and I know that it is because I have friends that are younger than me that are literally doing that. Yeah. They are literally making that kind of money younger than me only with music. And I was like, Okay. That's all I need. If they can do it, I can do it. There's literally no reason why. Right. None. And it's cool because they're friends. So I can have business lunches with them and pick their brain. Sure. And be like, what did you do? You know, what do I need to do? It's it's sick. Yeah. It's so amazing, dude. I wish more people would have that attitude with life in general. Just making it happen. Make it work. And, you know, if it it doesn't, then... I can almost guarantee you something else great is going to happen because you are you are pushing to make progress yeah. and and be happy. The basically. universe, like similar to what we talked about earlier, like the universe will reward you for working, mm-hmm. believing in something, or like having passion and like pursuing something. Yeah. You will be rewarded. It's I don't understand why, but it, it's sick, dude. Yeah, I like it when the Huge universe thing. gives me some cakes and cookies and stuff. Me too, dude. 
That's what it's all about. Go ahead, give me a cheesecake. Go ahead. Hey, throw a cheesecake in there, universe, while you're up there. <laughs> Get a chocolate marble one up there. Give me. I saw something funny the other day. I, th I don't remember if it was on YouTube or Facebook or something, but it was. It might have been Elijah's thing that he shared, but somebody commented, Oh, dude, that's the drummer for Shadow of Intent. <laughs> I thought, oh, that's awesome. That's so, that's so cool, dude. Because <laughs> me personally and you know everyone around here has known you for a long time. And we know you have from several things, obviously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's so cool to see people that are from obviously other places. And you are now that guy that's at the so moment. Crazy. You were the drummer for Shadow of Intent. That's what I want. Like, I, it really is my dream band, and, like, I'm sticking with it, dude. Yeah. This is my gig. Yeah, I've loved what I've heard so far. Thank you. It's really good stuff. I can show you something else. The world? If you want, before I leave. I can show you a song or two or something. Yeah? If you want. Let's do it. Okay, cool. Very cool, bro. Thank Stop you. The whole thing has been nuts. Like, I'll say this real quick, because I was going to say this earlier, but I forgot. You know, I've played... <laughs> I need to check on my Spotify because I have like a playlist that I just keep anytime something comes out that I played on or programmed drums on, I add it to this playlist. Mm -hmm. And I know just from a list I've made that I think I'm on like 24 releases right now or something. Mm. But the whole thing is out of every single thing I've ever done, I've never recorded live drums. I've never recorded drums for like a bigger band on a record that like a lot of people are going to hear. Right. That's never happened. So getting to do this is like insane to me because it's a very different thing. What I'm used to my entire life is going my whole life. Literally all I've ever done is cover other people's drum parts dog. Right. I'm only learning other people's stuff and then putting my spin on it, but I never get recognition for it. Cause like I didn't, it's not, I shouldn't get any cause I didn't write the shit. So why would I? Right. You know what I mean? Now this is like crazy getting judged for something that I did that's like getting more exposure than anything that I've ever done. Right. It's crazy. And it's like, it's making me grow a backbone and not care about the small percentage of people that are just going to shit. It doesn't matter what oh my it gosh. is. They're going to shit on anything. And that's what's, I haven't seen a lot of that either, no. which has been awesome. But it's there. Sure. And when I saw it at first, it, hurt me a bit because i was just being a baby but i'm like you can't you have to have thick skin you can't fucking right you can't be and you and also you don't know who is being genuinely serious exactly. i've seen so many so people many fucking now, crumble mm. when they get called out and somebody says you know what seriously what is what is your problem what, what would you do differently and people would just be like oh dude i didn't even think you'd respond i don't really mean blah 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 i've seen that situation you know so many times you want to know what's funny it's so funny that you say that so when our first single came out, Intensified Genocide, like right before my birthday, I think it was like July 30th, it came out. Mm -hmm. That was it. That was the scariest day ever for me because I was like, oh my God, this is the first time I see what people think. And like this, the thing that I was the most scared of is like Anthony's a fucking incredible drummer, mm, like right. insane. It is inevitable that I will be compared to him. Yeah. And so I was like dreading seeing that. And of course, I was looking for negative comments. Right. So I found them. And it like sucked. But at the same time, so Austin Archie from Lorna Shore, because Lorna is just absolutely fucking killing it right now. Like they 
blew the absolute shit up, like tripled in size after putting out a three song EP, yeah. mainly just from that one song, which is insane. Right. So I had to call him and be like, look, dude, how do you deal with this? I know this sounds silly, but like, how the fuck do you deal with? I know this sounds silly, dude, but like you've put out a bunch of albums and played actual live drums. You actually played this shit on albums. And like, how do you deal with dickheads? Mm -hmm. And he's like, fuck them. Yeah. And he said, you want to know something funny? I guarantee you something. Nine times out of 10, if you were to take the time to message one of those people back and speak real, they're going to backpedal and say, oh, I didn't think you would even respond. Uh -huh. And then eat your dick, basically. <laughs> Suck your dick. That's what, it is exactly what happens. Right, right. They're all pussies. And they're just looking for a rise because they have no life. And they're not doing anything cool or significant. They don't feel happy about themselves. They're like trying to get a rise. It's like what he told me. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and he's right. And he's like, you can't pay them attention. He's like, those people don't deserve your energy when there's people that are giving you good energy that deserve your time right yeah, you, yeah. You, he's like you only have so much time you need to focus on your the fans ignore people are going to talk shit no matter what you do you could be the best band in the world and i that helped me so much and then i called uh the pearl jam drummer that was my former uncle-in-law but will always be family mm -hmm. david abrazis i called him you know that's i have a connection with him too i don't know if we talked about really that before yeah, my ex's uh, aunt okay. uh, was married to him. No Laura. fucking <laughs> way. Yeah. So I met him once at a family event or something a long time ago. Dude, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That's insane. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> what? What are you doing, universe? I'm scared right now. Yeah, me and that dude are super close. It's, like, it's just so insane. That's like small, the smallest shit. Right. We never talked about that. That's so crazy. Mm -hmm. I hit him up because he's still so sweet to me, even though we're like technically not family anymore. He's like, dude, you're my family forever. Mm -hmm. And it's so sweet because he's fucking famous as shit, dude. It's insane. <laughs> right. So I hit him up and I'm like, bro, I need, I need some advice, my man. And he's like, what's up? And I call him and I'm like, dude... I just called another friend of mine and I just, I need, you know, he gave me great advice, but like, you're like another level, bro. Like you have <laughs> right. literally had more, dealt with more people and more shit than like anyone I will ever probably talk to in my life. And he basically told me the same thing, like straight up. Yeah. He was like, man, he goes, his attitude is slightly different in the way he handled this was sick. But he's like, Bryce, my man, he's like, let me ask you something. You know that you're sick? He's like, you know, you can rip drums. And I said, yes, sir. He goes, why the fuck? Do you care if somebody thinks that you don't? And I was like, holy shit. I legitimately have never thought of it that way. And he's like, fuck them. Said the same thing. Exact same thing that Austin said. He said, fuck them. Yeah. They can't do what you do. And if they can and they don't like you, he's like, well, they can't. Because I'm telling you, if they're acting like that, they can't do what you do. Yeah. And I felt weird because like I'm getting more confident, which is good. But anytime it starts to get too close to arrogance, I get scared. Mm, sure, but he's, sure. he's like, no, I'm telling you. He's like, you just don't let it go past that. He's like, just know what you can do. And then who cares if somebody thinks otherwise? Yeah. And I was like, damn, you're right. Then he said the same thing. He's like, put your time. It's crazy. He said so many of the same things. He's like, you only have so much time. That's how I knew it was a universe thing. You only have so much time and you should be giving your time to the people that are being kind to you. Mm -hmm. And then 
his number one thing that he's like always taught me is he's like Bryce like pay it forward. He's like always be kind, ignore those shit. He's like even he's like be kind to them as well. You know what? Try something for me. And he goes, don't get wrapped up in this. Don't be doing this. Don't get used to doing this because you're gonna waste your time. I'm not telling you to respond to YouTube comments all the time. But he's like, pick the one comment that makes you the most mad and say something really nice. See what they say. And I was like, okay. And I did. And it was some dude like saying that. I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, Shadow was so much better with Anthony and the band. Drumming on this song just completely falls flat. Not impressive at all. And that's like my worst nightmare. That was like literally the scariest thing to me. Which yeah. is funny that that's the scariest thing. It's like, well, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like, you do it then. Okay, that's what I thought. You know yeah. what I mean? But who cares? So I was just like, genuinely went into it just trying to be as nice as possible. So I said, you are 1000% entitled to your opinion. And I said, I agree that Anthony is an incredible drummer. And I said, thank you so much for just even taking the time to listen to the song. And he responded with like a paragraph backpedaling the entire time, dude. The entire time and was like I actually only listened to 30 seconds of the song <laughs> on second listen pretty sick dude i think you're feeling the shoes pretty well and i'm like they were both right and so once <laughs> once i saw how beta these people are uh, i'm like do you really care about their opinion right knowing that if you fucking step up to them they're gonna be a bitch about it no so just yeah. don't even Worry about it and yeah. be kind. Still be kind. Like, just because you don't care about them doesn't mean you have to be a dick. Just be sweet to them, but then they fucking ignore them. Just don't worry about it. And then give your time to the people that are, like, kind to you yeah. and just reciprocate that. And real and genuine. Yeah. And and if you—this was his main thing, like, the, the pay it forward thing. He's like, Bryce, I know you've been struggling and shit, but, like, the most important thing is, like, when you get extra money, when you finally get the money that you've always wanted to make, you got to help people with it. When you finally get the endorsements that you wanted, you finally get the shows to play the audiences that you wanted, you got to help people with it. And I was like, yes, sir. He's like, just promise me that. And he's like, you'll be good. And I said, yes, sir. And he's right. And I've tried to do that for the last six months. Mm -hmm. And look, what hap look what's happening. Yeah. It's like literally insane. I could not have planned this this perfectly. Couldn't have. No way, dude. It's insane. Stars are aligning, my friend. For real, dude. I like it. It's cool. I'm grateful as beans. <laughs> so, so you as a genuine person, if you genuinely don't like something, someone released a song and you thought, I think it's pretty subpar. I don't really care for that at all. There's nothing would, wrong with that. You would just not listen to it anymore. Exactly. You're not going to comment and say, I don't like this anymore. I think it was better this way. Right. You guys should probably do this. Right. What... What it takes for that person to do that is just, it's not the same as you acknowledging how unhelpful that is for right. everybody involved. Right. It doesn't help you at all to say that. No. It doesn't help the receiving people, person, to say that. Not at all. Or to get that. I don't understand it. I don't what are you? What are they trying to do? Is it... These days, it's likes or attention or followers. I mean, is it just trying to? Is it I think, clickbait? I legitimately think some of it is to look cool, dude. Because a lot of the time, those people that just post their like unwarranted—that's the thing. You're allowed. No one said you're not allowed to have an opinion. Obviously, it, it it is. But do you have to just post it everywhere unwarranted? Like, 
no one really cares. Yeah. We all have opinions. Like, that's why I don't put it out. I don't, I used to make posts like that when I was a child. And now I realize that, like, no one cares. Like, that's literally a waste of my time and energy. And the funny thing is, a lot of those people that post that, as soon as you say some, anything like that, this is, like, unwarranted or pointless. They're like, oh, we're not allowed to have opinions anymore in 2021? Right. And it's yeah, like, yeah. that's not what I said. You're just being a big baby. You're just being negative to, like, seem really cool. And it's not really cool. And the funny thing is, your life is probably not going the way that you want it. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason for that. And you should probably evaluate that okay. if you want it to improve. If not, it's up to you, bro. But, right, right. And there's so many people that this applies to. Yeah. So many people in my life that I've met, and it's just crazy. I'm trying to think of a, a way to compare that. It's like going into the grocery store. You're on the cereal aisle. You're looking at all the cereals, and you grab the basic four. I, this is used to be good, but it's not anymore. And you just fucking open it up, and you throw it on the floor and step on it. That's what I think about that. You don't do that. No. You just don't fucking buy that cereal, and you buy the one that you like. Exactly. It's just a complete waste of time and waste of energy. Exactly. You're just trying to make a scene. You're just trying to act out or mm-hmm. something. It's just, it's pointless. Yeah. A lot of it is just elitist, like, gatekeepy shit. Yeah. And they they get off in some way on, on feeling cool. Yeah. Because it's, like, a, the opposite. And there's a lot of people I know like that, that they legitimately don't like something if everyone else likes it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? Oh, it just it just bothers me so much that... Everyone likes this, so I can't like it Mm. because they don't want to fit in or conform. And I'm like, that's so silly. Just be yourself. Everyone has their own likes. Of course, some of these things are going to fuck. You're going to have the same likes as other people. Who cares? Yeah. What? Maybe a lot of people like it because it's good. Right. (laughs) And, And if you don't like it, you're, again, like you said, if everyone likes it, it doesn't mean it's the best. If you truly listen to it and actually don't like it, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But what that does not mean is every fucking time that someone talks about that band, that anyone wants to hear you be like, oh, this again? Fuck that band. <laughs> Just shut your mouth and go fucking listen to a band that you want to listen to. Yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. That is some wasted energy. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not about that anymore. Difficult man. to keep that. I'm getting up. away from... I'm ridding myself yeah. from that. I can't do that shit anymore. I've been working on it a lot. If people want to do it, you just go right ahead, mm-hmm. I guess. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do what I did. I can't, I can't do it. Um, Bryce, I don't really have anything else. Do you have any things you'd like to share, things you're looking forward to? I mean, what's what's exciting you for next year that's, that's planned and you can talk about? Uh, Cannibal Corpse tour. It's yes. so fucking crazy to even say that. Who all is on that? Cannibal Corpse headlining Whitechapel Revocation and then us opening. It's insane, dude. It's February, like middle of February to like very end of March. And then home April, May. And then as a lay dying Whitechapel us reschedule that was supposed to happen two Mm -hmm. years ago. Mm -hmm. June, July, August, September off. Headliner US tour in October and then November, December off, which is sick. Because that'll give me time to save from those two tours. Mm-hmm. You know, let Ben and Brittany have their own fucking house back and yeah. thank them so much for helping me. And then get my own house in Connecticut and just do the damn thing. Keep ripping. Yeah. 
I'm so stoked. First thing I gotta do when I get up there is get a car, four wheel drive, some four wheel drive, some bitchum. Little Subaru. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm looking at, Boiler. Looking at five different some bitchums right now on the interwebs. And everything is high right now. It is. It's Price really of metal stupid. is fucking insane. Dude, used cars are like $5,000 less than a brand new car. Stupid. In certain cases. It's like, what? Garbage. Why would... Okay, I'll just do that then. Well, this it's is just stupid. like just like houses, though. It's oh, still... Dude, it's insane. People were... Make gas prices? It's all... Everything's rocketing. <laughs> what happened? Who had... That the- guy in office. <laughs> that fucking guy. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. It's so funny. <laughs> I Damn. think yeah, I'm stoked, man. I think it's gonna be really good. It's gonna be scary, but oh, you got it. It's gonna be the best thing. None of everything that has happened in the last six months that is like insane universal science would have happened if this is not the exact path I was supposed to be on. You know, mm-hmm. so that's why, like, as scared as I am, like, I'm go- I have to go into it confident and knowing that to just trust the universe. It has never steered me wrong yet. Yeah, like, yeah, it was painful at times, but like, that's it's life, man. It's gonna happen. I can't shy away from that. Yeah. It's always worked. You always heal, and then you're, like, stronger skin than before. Right. And then you're probably not going to make those mistakes again. Right. Which is sick. I'm trying to... I have an image in my head that I'm not going to be able to explain, but it's like walking through a jungle or something. You're you're starting to see things, like a path kind of opens up between the trees or something. That's what it feels like. And you're walking confidently, but you're also being aware of things that things that Some have been lions and tigers and bears and done bited you in the past the forest and, over there, yeah you got your eyeballs <laughs> out for monkeys. it you know <laughs> no spider monkey's gonna get me get this time yeah something like that yeah. i mean just just paying attention to the road that you're on and I, I think i've said it before here on like a solo podcast but even focusing on your path mm. could be a bad thing if you're looking down if you're focusing i'm on this path i'm looking at my feet yeah. you're gonna miss something that's right in front of your eyeballs if you're focusing on the wrong thing. Exactly. Just the same as you if you look straight ahead. People said, you know, don't look anywhere. Just look straight ahead and keep going. Well, then you're going to trip on something because you're, you're not looking down yeah. your feet. you got to look everywhere. Yeah. Everything's got to be open. Mm-hmm. If you're going to focus on something, focus on everything. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go well, you ahead. can't multitask? Fuck. you fucked. Sorry, kid. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, maybe next time. <laughs> maybe next life. <laughs> All right, Bryce. I'm going to let you go. Okay. And... um Maybe be on the lookout for an upcoming release that might have you on it. That maybe yes. I would might possibly maybe have you In on it. In addition to as well as me. Also, also possibly, possibly. Yes. Allegedly. <laughs> maybe. Allegedly. <laughs> it's in the works. Implicitly, yes. <laughs> anyway, lovely talking with you. Thank you for sharing all of your stuff and your happiness. I still think that you are the most fun person to watch play their instrument. That makes me I so mean, happy. that's not just drums. That's play their instrument because you, you just, you obviously genuinely love it. I'm grateful, dude. So it's I love watching you do, do that. Thank you, man. I love you. Thank you for having me. Yes, anytime, every time, always. <laughs> All right, guys. Hell damn. Thanks for listening. Crank and dank. See you next time. Go ahead. On the prices. Bye bye. Go ahead. Get out of here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Rusty's escape pod. Rusty's escape pod.